0: Hey guys, Chris Havery with you on the Backstage Chargers podcast presented by Toyota. My guest this week is running back Justin Jackson. It's always great catching up with Justin. We relived some of the biggest moments from last season, including Justin's monster fourth quarter against the Steelers on Sunday Night Football. I know everybody remembers that moment. We also talked about his draft story exactly one year ago and closed with a little TV and Game of Thrones talk. All right, welcome to the Backstage Chargers Podcast, presented by Toyota. Off-season workouts, week two, with the birthday boy, Justin Jackson. How are you, man? Happy
1: belated. I'm doing well. Thank you very much. Appreciate you having me on. Uh, yeah, I'm 23 now. Feeling old. 23. Come on, man. Body Feeling feels old, old, man. Don't even I'm telling you. Body don't even go old. there, bro. <laughs> don't
0: even go there, man. How'd you celebrate?
1: Uh, I just hung out with my sister. Um and uh and their boyfriend so that was that was fun we went we were in la we went out in la which was fun um and then yesterday they they both came down and uh we went to this really good hibachi place and it was a good time
0: that's awesome yeah you said you spent some time in chicago too i I think i I talked to you when you said you it was the polar vortex yeah so probably not the best weekend to be there but nonetheless it's home it is home
1: home is where the heart is but uh not where the body wants to be in the case of chicago um, I came back actually that Sunday, and the polar vortex was Tuesday, Wednesday, so... Terrible idea by me. Um, but you know what? You live and you learn. <laughs> and uh, it is something I experienced. I experienced negative 40-degree we- uh, weather on my skin. You did, did you go outside or I did. I went outside. <laughs> I actually went outside without a shirt for 30 seconds. And here, here's my reason. Was it, was it a dare? No, it wasn't. But this is what I'm thinking, so you always got to be thinking ahead, right? So here, I'm sitting here thinking, if I go out here and I feel what this is like on my skin, I could never be cold in a football game. I could never be cold because, like, it's not as cold as that. So there's a method behind my you're madness. You're, you're probably it probably won't script, work, but, but, you know, whatever.
0: You're like, you're like week 17 at Kansas City <laughs> exactly. this year. You never know. It could be it, negative 40. It dude. could come in handy. You never like, can you believe we're back? I know. It's wow. wild.
1: It's wild. Um, it yeah. went fast, but it didn't. I don't know. It's crazy. Like I rem- I'm sitting here thinking about the three months we had off, and obviously a lot of people travel, and, you know, you're working out and all this stuff, and then literally all of a sudden you're back, and it's like, it just, it happens so fast, but honestly, you know, personally, I'd much rather be here working out with the guys, talking to the guys, hanging out with the guys, um, than everyone else, you know, split doing their own thing. I think it's much more fun that way.
0: How would you describe your first season in the NFL? So much has happened over the last 360 plus days.
1: Yeah, I, I literally, as what is it, April 23rd, sitting here thinking about where I was last year at this point, and everything that's happened in between, it's just, it was an incredible ride. A lot of Um, A lot of downs and a a good amount of ups, too. But I think that's with any rookie year, with any first year going into anything, you know, there's a lot of changes. But didn't
0: the downs make the ups more sweet?
1: Exactly. And And that's life in general, you know. I think when you go through adversity, especially when you could do it with a great group of guys like we had. Um, you know, and the coaches and, and all the you know trainers who help me get through everything and everyone. Um, it just makes it that much more sweeter to have you know really moments of uh, great highs and, and being able to make the playoffs, win a playoff game, and just experiencing all that in your first year. A lot of people don't experience that, if ever. You know, maybe once or twice in their career. So I got to experience in my first year, so I'm extremely fortunate and very uh, very happy.
0: It, it, Justin, it's not like you know you were seventh round pick. It's not like you you didn't see the field too. I mean, when mm-hmm. you did see the field. Two of those games were probably the biggest of the year on a national stage. What was the biggest moment for you personally? I I have to imagine Pittsburgh comes to mind first.
1: Yeah, you know, um, that was obviously a, a great moment. Not only for myself, but just for our team. You know, coming back now, we were down 16, and it really didn't. You know, we didn't have any energy, no momentum, nothing. Going into halftime and just coming out and, and knowing that we're only going to have a few possessions, so we got to get it going, make the most um, of them, exactly. And and just being able to go in there and, and make an impact and do something to help us, you know, get back. And obviously, my first touchdown was when, you know, we ended up tying the game, and uh, we had all the momentum. It just felt so good to be able to contribute because I felt. And actually, was talking to my brother a few weeks before, like. I just feel like i could i could be contributing more i could be doing more and i you know i'm just you know working within the system and and doing my best and practicing and on special teams but i feel like i could be doing more um and he said you know just just keep at it just keep going you know you know just keep working all this stuff and you'll get your opportunity and and you know a few weeks later i got that and i'm just happy i could go out there and and help the team
0: well our, our fans i know that they'll love to to relive that second half because if i recall it was Desmond's punt return, yeah, yeah, and the two point conversion that tied the game, and then you had that drive of all drives, man. You were you were catching the rock, you were you yeah. were running, you're getting big clips of yardage. You go ahead, the Chargers go ahead, thirty twenty three on your touchdown. That drive had to have been like, all right, I'm here, I'm in the NFL. Yeah, definitely. Look, I didn't even I didn't even remember we went ahead. I
1: thought we tied it at that point. You see how. How for us, like, it's all, like these, a blur. all these yeah. moments are blurs, right? So um, you're just in the moment. You're just playing. But, yeah, I mean, like you said, Desmond's punt return was just a, a great moment for us. And then, um, you know, obviously my touchdown. So it was like, wow, what a, what a half it was. You know, uh, literally nine day, tail of two halves um, between the first half and second half. But it was just an amazing moment. And like you said, for the fan base, you know, for us to be able to do that on uh, national TV against a great Pittsburgh team, you know, that was that was fun, man. That was just like, hey,
0: the Chargers are here now, yeah. right? And then two weeks later, yeah. the Kansas City game. We, you know, seeing Mike was just at the podium. Mike Williams, um, he had that unbelievable game. But yeah. you, you would churn out some tough yards in that game. Yeah, I think you had like, what was it? it was like yeah. fifty-seven yards? But you had that, yeah, touchdown in the fourth quarter yeah. um, to to keep the Chargers in it, and then eventually win it. Yeah, it was
1: that was another game, man. Like, you know, we had been in a lot of these games throughout the year, um, and we had, you know, we we started, you know, obviously tough start. But even the first few games were super close. Kansas City game, first game was really close. Yep. Um, including and, and the Rams game. So we had been working our way back, and we had been on a winning streak, and we had been doing so well. And so it was good. It was kind of very a, a culminating experience for, for, our, for our season up until that point because we had kind of hit, finally hit our stride and, and started, um, you know, doing a lot better, and, and we were getting attention. We were doing this on national TV. Um, and then to play against, you know, a division rival and to be able to go in their place – And win it how we did was just man. That
0: game was just. So, just after, I I remember, I think I talked to you after the Pittsburgh game, and I didn't think we were going to see a game like that again. Right. And then two weeks later, it gets topped somehow, some way in Arrowhead, man. It's, I don't think you can really describe going to a a hostile environment in December, beating the Steelers at Heinz Field, then beating the Chiefs at Arrowhead, man. It's like storybook stuff.
1: Yeah, it doesn't happen often, I'll tell you that.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, definitely
1: happy that we could. Have that experience. I'm really, you know, excited about this year, too, because I think we have actually fairly other than, like, Phil, right? We have, like, a – and Bane, we have, like, a young team. So, for us to experience that, um, you know, go to playoffs and fight through all the adversity throughout the season and, and come back feeling, you know, confident, but knowing that we have to rebuild everything, but knowing that we have the guys in the locker room to do it, I think that makes
0: everyone, including the fans and everyone, very excited for this year. Going into year two and knowing – that you have guys like melvin and austin in that mm-hmm. running backs room with um it, it's got to make you feel like hey I, I could take my game to even higher levels in yeah. year two just knowing that you have guys who've been there done that in the room yeah. with you definitely i think we all feed off of each other
1: you Now, obviously we're all competing but I, I don't think a lot of people can understand the type of chemistry we have in our room you know led by a guy like mel and uh watt you know they're their two oldest guys um, but they're very young. I mean, they're neither of them are over 25. I don't think you know. So like, we're all young. We all connect with each other. You know, we all, and you like, all
0: want success for each other. Which right. Costs. Exactly.
1: And, and that's what you know. Obviously, like I said, we're all competing against each other, but we feed off of each other's success. We're happy, of, you know, because of each other's success. And each other's success gives us more confident confidence, which you know, I think, just it pushes you to a higher level, like you were saying. And that's why I feel you know so co- so confident going into year two. You know, I you know I'm kind of. All the dust has been, you know, uh, wiped off, and I feel like I can be me and I can go in there and compete and, and um, you know, just play my game. All
0: right, guys, before we get to the second half of my conversation with Justin Jackson, a reminder that AT&T has dropped NFL Network from AT&T U-Verse and DirecTV now. This means fans may miss out on live coverage of the NFL draft. Go to IWantNFLNetwork.com to find a provider today. That's IWantNFLNetwork.com. Just talking to you last year too. It's evident that the little things matter to you, and have really gotten you to where you are today. I mean, we talked about you sitting in those special teams meetings at Northwestern and playing mm. special teams here. Uh, what do you have to do personally in year two to raise your game? Is there anything you're specifically working on?
1: Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's wholesale. Right, it's, all, list, right? it's wholesale, really. Like, uh, like I said, I think I understand the league and the game a lot more now obviously still have more to learn but just watching, learning, being out there experiencing it, you just you, you uh, develop an uh, appreciation for the details um, and so that's what I went into this offseason like I want to work on the details, I want to work on you know balance, I want to work on uh, you know my vision, I want to work on my cutting ability, I want to get stronger, my explosiveness all these little things that go into being a great football player and then once you get on the field it's just not thinking, just letting it all go um, and going out there and playing, and that's really how we all got to this level: is just going out there and playing our game and being ourselves. Yeah. Um. You work, you develop the habits and practice and stuff, and then you just play. And so that's what I'm looking forward to. Sundays doing. Supposed is supposed to be the easy part, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm looking forward to doing this year, and, and it starts now. Um, you know, being here and then OTAs and and, and all all that happens in
0: between, but uh, that's a good starting point. Take me back to exactly a year ago, uh, a couple of days before the yeah. draft. Uh, where were you, and, and then what was that weekend like for you? Where were you watching it, and, and yeah. just how did everything transpire in, in your eyes? Um, I was at home,
1: uh, you know, with my family. Um, I think what Thursday's the first day, and then Friday and Saturday, just sitting at just sitting at home watching the draft. Hurry up my, and wait with my phone with my phone next to me. Like, and I always say this: like the draft is. You know, for guys who, you know, are you know mid to late round picks, you're not really sure where you're going to go. It's like the worst few days ever until it's not, you know, until you mm-hmm. get that call, until you know where you're going, until you have certainty that you're going to It's gonna a lot of anxiety, team. just a lot yeah. of waiting, right? Exactly. So um, it was the worst day ever until it wasn't. Then it was the best day. So, you know, obviously the, the Chargers taking a, a chance on me. I was very, you know, excited, very happy. Um, you know, it was towards the end of the draft. I wasn't sure if I was going to be drafted, so I was kind of gearing up to kind of go through this, like, an 30-hour, uh, you know, recruiting
0: process again, which I well, wasn't You were prepared probably for. almost in that window, right, where, like, because yeah. you were selected 251, so you were almost in that window yeah. of, like, hey, if I don't get drafted, yeah. teams are probably calling, your phone's probably ringing off the hook, where am I going to go?
1: Yeah, I'm calling my agent, my agent's calling, you know, all these different teams, you know, we're trying to talk. It's just, it's, just it's, 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 it's like the Wild Wild West, I'm telling you, it's just crazy, but to finally, you know, have that monkey off your back when you're like, oh, this team selected me and obviously they want me and um, I don't have to make this like rush decision like on where I want to go no that was very exciting for me and, and it couldn't have you know couldn't have been a better team
0: you know what's wild about the draft process is we put so much stock into it. There's so much content around it. There's so many mock drafts. There's so many experts yeah. that think they know everything. And it never ends up happening like and, that. <laughs> and, then, and then guess what? You come here, and you're one of 90, and then yeah. you're one of 53. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. You it know, doesn't you matter. Look, Austin's a great example. Yep. Badgley's a great example. Um, uh, Michael Davis, yep. uh, Adrian Phillips, undrafted yep. guys. Great example of, like, guess what? When you get to the facility, you're a player, you yep. better earn your keep. Exactly, and I think a lot of people – and obviously, there's a lot of money,
1: and there's a lot of TV, ratings, there's a lot of everything in mock drafts and the draft itself. But when it comes down to it,
0: it's you know it's fun for fans. Yeah, and it is. It's an exciting it exciting them involved. It's an ultimate yeah. soap opera. But at the end of the day, it's real life. Yeah,
1: when you get here, like you said, you're one of ninety or one of fifty. You're one of you have to prove yourself, and it doesn't matter where you were drafted. You know, I think some people who are drafted earlier might have a little bit more leeway, but. When you come in you gotta work hard, you gotta prove yourself. Um and that's why you see like most of the league is made up of late round picks to undrafted free agents. Because you come in with a chip on your shoulder and you just work your butt off. Like you said, Adrian Phillips is a prime example. He's an all pro pro bowler last year. Um and I don't I don't know if he, I don't think he was drafted. He's undrafted. Um so and he's and one he, of the leaders on this
0: team, so and he's and just and a great player. Tom, a great example. Tom mentioned in his press conference at the end of the season, he, he had to release Adrian eight times. Yeah. I mean, so talk about perseverance, exactly. just staying in the league, and, and AP. I talked to him last week. He he still has bigger goals. Oh, yeah. You know, he he, is, he wants to achieve a lot more, including getting a ring here with you guys.
1: Yeah, and that's how you. That's how you get to the level he's at. Is you never, you're never satisfied. You're always looking for you're, to better yourself. You're always looking for more. And I think we have a lot of guys on this team, and that is really a microcosm of our team. Is we're always looking for more. Two years ago, you know, before I got here, I think they were what eight and eight or nine and seven, something just right outside making the playoffs. Nine and seven. Last year, you know, we have a great year. We win our first round game, and we lose our second round game. So we're looking, you know, to improve upon that. And um, I think when you gain all this knowledge and all this experience with the team we have and a lot of guys still here I think we can you know build upon
0: that you're a great example of this too because we, when the schedule comes out you know we, we foolishly go through and be like oh that's a win that could right. be tough blah 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 um, at this point last year Justin Jackson wasn't on the Chargers yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> exactly Cause we didn't know Justin Jackson was going to help win a game in Pittsburgh and right. Kansas City we didn't mm-hmm. know he was going to go 7 for 57 against the Cardinals mm-hmm. so there are going to be some guys coming in here next week yep. they're going to help your ball club yep. you don't yeah. know who they are yet mm-hmm.
1: exactly and that's why I mean you really have to take it it is year by year you know a lot of you have a lot of continuity with guys coming back but every team is different every single year so that's why you go into it and every single team in early in the season is playing their butt off and every single game is tough Obviously, once you get towards it later in the year, you know, kind of playoffs start to shape up. But when you first start, man, it's every, you, know, you don't know who's going to be the best. So you have no clue. So you go in fresh, and I think that makes, you know, you compete even harder, and it makes it really entertaining.
0: Yeah, and, it, and it's almost for you. It's like you give back. You know, I remember you talking about how Melvin and, and Austin kind of took you guys under their wing. Yeah. It's almost like paying it forward now because right. regardless of position, there's going to be a, a fifth, sixth, seventh rounder, a drafted guy want to come in here and prove themselves. Yeah. They're going to look to you as motivation. Right. Exactly. And and I think when you have
1: guys like Mel, guys like Austin Watt, who come in and, and are helping the younger guys, you know, a guy like Jalil, you know, who's not here anymore, but was helping. I, I could see how much he was helping Derwin, help build him no up. No doubt. And when you have guys like that on your team, it just – it makes your team that much more cohesive. And I think that's really a reason why a lot of our younger guys like Chenna, like Kaiser before he got hurt, you know, like myself, like all of us came in and we were able to produce – um, when we got on the field because we felt confidence from our teammates and we didn't feel alienated and that, that's what's great about this organization is with the younger guys and um, with older guys, there's a lot of uh, cohesiveness and there's, you know, I think our team chemistry is, is, is there and that's why we were able to build uh, so much last year and, and be successful and I hope that we could build upon that this year.
0: Yeah, man, culture counts. Yeah, 100%. Um, Off the field, before before I let you go, what are we doing? You were talking about Game of Thrones, NBA playoffs. You into that right now? Uh, yeah, it's weird. It's weird not having
1: Lebron in it. it, It's weird not
0: having Dwayne Wade in the league anymore. That's my that's my favorite player.
1: So I was, you know, he's been my favorite player since 2004. So I'm sitting there like, oh, I just wanted them to make the playoffs. So bad. (laughs) they were so close. (laughs) They were so close towards the the end of the year. They ran out of gas. But yeah, not having Lebron's weird. Um, but it's nice to see, you know, new rising stars. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie's killing it. Giannis is unbelievable, That's going to be a obviously. good series. Buck yeah. Celtics is going to be so, a good series. I'm definitely looking forward to that. Game of Thrones, you know, I personally, you know, this is my personal opinion, but it's the, literally the best show I've ever, I think, on TV. Ever? I What's think, your
0: top three shows? Like, what well, did I'm, 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 it
1: surpass? I'm, I'm, well, this is my opinion. I'm weird. So I, I like some kind of weird shows. Uh, me and my cousins, our favorite show growing up was Monk it's about okay. this detective who's like has like obsessive uh, compulsive disorder but he's the like the most he's a genius like the best detective but he's just quirky and funny and so that's one of my favorite shows ever growing up um, I mean I used to watch oh there's so many I used to watch Dexter that was really Dexter good Dexter was good This really kind of jumped Dexter. the shark at the end but it was good, yeah it was, good. It, yeah it was it was definitely weird at the end but that was really good I mean there's so I is can't the
0: Sopranos I never watched the oh, Sopranos, Sopranos. See, I was thinking S- about see, I almost is, started it yeah please please do it it's it, it's Right now that's that's my number one show. Okay. Ever. ever. Yeah, I mean, Breaking, Eminem, Breaking Bad, have you seen Breaking
1: Bad? I I, ha- I almost started that too. Okay.
0: But okay, so I, I, I
1: definitely want to watch Breaking Bad because a lot of people have said great things about that.
0: And it, it that, that thing just kind of picks up. It, okay. Like each season gets better and better and better. Okay. So definitely going to watch Breaking wire, Bad. The Wire. I haven't seen The Wire either. We, we gotta get. To, I want to write some some so of the, these things down for you because man. I didn't. I see. I didn't
1: really watch like shows like that growing up. I played a lot of video games. So yeah, I didn't watch TV that much though. So. Yeah, I mean other than like cartoons and stuff. But yeah. I can go on and on about those.
0: Like, I used to watch those <laughs> nonstop. But yeah, it's good. Well, no, look, listen. Game of Thrones is, is picking up to, uh, what, are like four episodes left.
1: Yes, there's four episodes left, and this next episode is going to be the most epic episode in the history of. TV. market
0: it now. You oh, must it. watch. Justin Jackson, L.A. Chargers. Justin Jackson, the ball carrier. Yeah. Northwestern <laughs> University, yeah, man. Go Cats. Back, man. Go Cats,
1: for
0: sure. And that's going to do it for episode 24 of the Backstage Chargers podcast presented by Toyota. A big thanks to Justin Jackson for joining me, and of course, thanks to you all for listening. I hope to see most of you on Thursday night at the Santa Monica Pier, 4-9pm to 9 p.m. for the Chargers draft party. It's going to be an amazing night. You can get your free tickets on chargers.com. Alums are going to be there. Ladanian Tomlinson, Kasim Osgood, Marcellus Wiley, and six current players are going to be in the mix as well. Denzel Perryman, Adrian Phillips, Desmond King, Austin Eckler, Michael Badgley, and Mike Williams. 4 to 9 p.m. Santa Monica Pier this Thursday night. Get your free tickets on Chargers.com. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time, I'm Chris Haery.